It was a dark night in mid-October in Dallas, Texas. Three amazingly beautiful, hilarious siblings Tashay, Sage, and Storm walk into a bar. From behind the light of a single candle, as the drinks begin to flow, so do the stories. And as per usual, they turn dark very quickly. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know why that countdown is so funny to me. The countdown gets me every time. I don't know. When when we're recording, when we press record, it gives us a five second countdown. And so we're all just sitting here in silence, staring at the screen at each other. So it's, it cracks us up every time. Because we all get really quiet. Like we can talk. It's not going to affect mm-hmm. anything. But we're all like, shh, shh. <laughs> Yes, a quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we are a hot mess. Yeah, we are. I do also want to apologize for my voice since this is my story day. I mm. My allergies are really bad, so my voice is a little deep. But that's okay. It Maybe it it'll spooky. help you relax. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll enjoy it a little bit more. <laughs> it's soothing. It's soothing. So did you guys read the text that dad sent after he listened to my episode? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Normally he gives us this long, like, I love this. I love this. I can't believe I saw this. He was like, that was really depressing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't laugh at all. That was very sad. Yeah. Sorry, dad. <laughs> there, there was no laughing. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> well, I can't promise this one's going to be a little better, but. I did um, realize that this one's coming out the week of Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy yeah, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We were this just making one. Thanksgiving plans. Mm. Yes. <laughs> it's a, uh, 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 I guess you could call it a family story. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then. Great. Um, so we, we put a poll on our Instagram. So if you are on our Instagram, you can help us pick out what you want. And we said, you know, which, what should our next story be? Should it be super supernatural? Should it be paranormal <laughs> or true crime? And of course, 50, 50. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So I picked one that's half true crime, half paranormal. Kind of like the first Perfect. Episode. Yeah. We need to make uh, a word for that. Half and half. Yeah. yeah what should we call it? Wasn't it like an Arnold Palmer that's like half lemonade, half? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't say Cookie. that. I've never been able to say that. <laughs> or like Arnold Palmer, yeah. Cookies Arnold and cream. <laughs> Paracrime. Paracrime. Oh, yeah. Trenormal. Trenormal. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that I probably wouldn't be able to say. <laughs> It's one of those hard words. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I think I'm going to keep it a surprise until I say a certain word, and then y'all are going to be like, oh, yeah, I know that. It's like Pee-wee's Well, hopefully you do. I'm sure you will. You'll figure it out. (laughs) And if not, you'll know by the end. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to start out. We're going to talk about her. her name is Marie Delphine McCary. Mm-hmm. She was born March 19th, 1787 in New Orleans. Super old. Mm-hmm. Super old, yeah. She's like 100 million years old. <laughs> um, and then at 
pause.com. We'll figure it out. I'll learn how to talk eventually. All right. 18 and 1800s at the age of 13, she married her first husband who was a high ranking Spanish officer. 13, 13. Oh shit. Okay. And, um, he had gotten offered this high up position in the Spanish military. And so they were on their way to Madrid when she turned. So she's 17 at this point. And on their way to Madrid, her husband got really sick and died out of nowhere. Um, And then a few days later, Delphine gave birth to her first daughter. She was 17 and had a daughter and her husband just died. Wow. Yeah. So she headed back to New Orleans. And then in June 1808, so she was 21, she married her second husband, who was a banker, a lawyer, a merchant, and a legislator. <laughs> well, shit. That's okay. way too much. I'm tired with my Girl work boss. job. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to do all that. Entrepreneur. <laughs> uh, she had four of his children. And then he died in 1816. So she was 29. So I'm 30. 29. She had five kids. And she was widowed twice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then on June 25th, 1825, she married her third and last husband, who was a physician. His name was Leonard Louis Nicholas Lalori. Oh shit. She uh, bought okay. her God. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> She bought herself. So she herself uh, bought this property um at eleven forty <laughs> Royal Street. She built a two story mansion with attached slave quarters and it was known as the Lalori Mansion. Oh, son of a... I okay. think we all just figured it out. Because Deshaye and I are, like, recoiling right now. <laughs> we, we know this story. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. You know, it was actually fun. And I, first of all, I the first time I heard this story was um, M telling it on And That's Why We Drink. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to eventually tell a story. Like, this yeah. is crazy. And I, I hate to say I love it, but, like, you know, it's one of those like scary stories that you like to tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was reading about it and I was like, oh my God, this is so bad. <laughs> it's like a cinematic thing like that happened yeah. in real life. That's what it's so interesting. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she lived there with her husband and her two daughters. So where her other kids are, I don't know, but mm. that's where she lived with. Um, she was very well known in New Orleans and she had a central position in the society. So she was very important to that city and she, you know, she was the rich lady who had everything. Mm-hmm. Due to a slave uprising in a different country, a lot of um, people were afraid that slaves were going to attack them. So New Orleans at that time, which wasn't normal, but New Orleans at that time had rules for how you were supposed to take care of your slaves and you were supposed to treat them, you know, nicely quote. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which again, wasn't normal for that time period. So I guess like good for you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, Benefit of the doubt. Yeah. 
there was always a back and forth whether they thought that she was treating her slaves correctly. Like there'd be sometimes people, the way that her slaves looked, the other people's slaves didn't look like that. I guess mm-hmm. we'll say. People were starting to talk. Mm-hmm. So they said that her slaves looked haggard and wretched, but she was always polite to black people. Like out and about. Mm-hmm. And then she always seemed interested in the health of other slaves. Like she always seemed, you know, she would ask slaves, how how are you doing? You know, what, you know, she cared about other people's slaves. Mm-hmm. So people would always think, well, she's got to be taking care of hers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so between the years of 1830 and 1834, there were 12 documented slaves that died at the LaLaurie mansion. 12, 12. And they were saying at that time period, there's a lot that could have happened. You know, if one had gotten sick and then they spread it to the other ones and, you know, that was normal back then, but it was also kind of with the way that slaves were supposed to be treated in this particular area. Like it wasn't normal. So it was kind of a half Mm. and half. Um, she also had freed two slaves, one in 19, or I'm sorry, 1819 and one in 1832. So again, on that, is she treating them correctly? Is she not? We don't really yeah. know. <clears throat> so there was a rumor that she kept a slave chained to the stove, starving. She, there was also a rumor that she was keeping secret slaves for her husband to practice Haiti and voodoo medicine on. Oh, okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because remember, he's a physician. Mm-hmm. And they also said that she would whip and torture her daughters if they tried to help free the slaves. <laughs> Again, so those are all rumors. Nothing was ever true or right. not. Or the rumor started getting more widespread. So a lawyer was actually sent to her house to visit to make sure that she was treating her slaves correctly and to remind her how they are supposed to be treated. Mm -hmm. And during that time, um, he didn't find any mistreatment to her slaves. He didn't see that they were malnutrition, malnutrition, malnourished, Malnourished, um, and then no signs of beating or anything like that. She was smart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, sorry, I keep losing my space. I'm really nervous about this one. I'm like, my heart keeps pounding. I'm like, calm down. <laughs> I don't know why. Like this one's like, it's fun. it's a heavy subject matter, yeah. which is what was happening in me last week. Yeah, it's a big story too. Mm-hmm. And my like throat keeps getting like I know this is gross. It keeps getting like mucusy, so I can like hear it, and I'm like cough, but like Same. don't be yep. annoying. <laughs> Okay, so remember all those were rumors? There was three things that were actually documented that actually did happen. Two of which I'm about to tell you, one of which I'm going to tell you later. But the first one was a 12-year-old girl. I've read two different things. One was that she was 12 and one was that she was 8. But the main story was that she was 11 or 12, so I'm going to go 12. To make myself feel better. Not that it's any better, but Mm. yeah. She was brushing Madame LaLaurie's hair and she pulled a little too hard. 
which caused Madame Lalaurie to chase her with a whip. And instead of the 12-year-old girl dealing with the punishment, she jumped off the roof and landed in the courtyard and died. Oh, my God. Mm -mm. Wow. Um, So she also had the second story. And one of, so that was documented. That did actually happen. This next one that is documented, one of her um, older male slaves, same thing, was trying to get away from punishment from her and jumped out of the second story window and died. So the question is, did they really jump though? Yeah. Well, the little girl did. They saw her Mm -hmm. because of the roof. Um, The man. What you'll hear later, I'm pretty sure he jumped. I don't think she would have wasted mm-hmm. him. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then she, so after that, that window was bricked up. It was closed so that nobody else could get out that window. Wow. Yeah. So that led to an investigation where she was found guilty of illegal cruelty and was forced to get rid of nine of her slaves. Um, those slaves were sent to auction and she sent her relatives to go buy them back. And then they were brought back to her mansion. That's so fucked up. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Imagine thinking you're getting away and then just to be brought right back. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Pause.com. Can you hear that music? No. I can now that you said something. Okay, hold on. Okay, can you hear it? No. Okay, cool. Totally annoying. <laughs> I literally warned him. I was like, we're going to record at 8.30 like we always do. And then now he picks to take a shower. And I'm like, what? you couldn't just take a shower in silence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes. So the slaves were brought back to her mansion. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine thinking you got away? Right. And then yeah. you were brought back. That's straight Four up horror people. movie shit. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they knew, if they were like, I know that they're related. Like, yeah, please make sure I don't get with those people. I would assume so. So on April 10th, 1834, there was a fire at the LaLaurie mansion. Um, when the firemen got inside, there was a 70 year old slave chained to the stove by her ankle. And she said that she was trying to commit suicide in fear of punishment. And she wanted to kill the slaves that were upstairs. And she was afraid of being taken upstairs because the ones that go up there never come back. She said. Uh, So the rumors were true. Yep. Mm. And then on April 11th, so the next day, um, they had come back. The firemen had come back to, um, you know, assess the situation. And Madame LaLaurie would not let them in the attic. They refused. So this part's been uh, this. It was back and forth. A, A few things that I read. One was either a mob had broken into her house and broken down the door Mm -hmm. or um, a fireman was taken up there by a slave and they broke down the door. Okay. Either way, 
Madame Lalaurie did not let these people. Right. Up there. Not willingly. Yeah. So um, the other part of this that was documented is when they walked up there. Um, there was seven slaves beaten within an inch of their lives. They were chained up some, I don't know the name of them, but you know, those things, those ones that go over your head and they like keep you up where like you're barely touching the ground. Mm-hmm. So like a posture a few, collar, a what? A posture collar. Maybe. Is that, I don't know. Is that what they're called? Is that, are you they talking about like the wooden the thing? They hang from the ceiling and then they go around your neck. So that like, Oh, not a posture color, something different, but yeah. <laughs> wow. Something for torture. <laughs> so, um, a few of them were in there, but they were all, um, about to die. Um, okay. Y'all buckled. <laughs> because- <laughs> oh God. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So some of their eyes were gouged out. Some had their skin flayed. So like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Others had excrement in their mouth and then their mouths were sewn shut. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wow. They just get worse. So just be prepared. Mm. Um, there was a woman who had her bones broken and they were reset to make her look like a crab. What the? Oh, yeah. Oh my God. It's, she's not the, her husband's not the only one experimenting. No. Oh my God. Um, there was also small cages that they were shoved into so bones were broken to get them to fit into these cages um there was a woman who had her bones broken oh i told you that already and there was another woman who was wrapped up in human intestines so they weren't hers but there was human intestines that were wrapped around her why it's disgusting yeah and it's worse because i'm like you know those are probably her family those are the people yeah. that she's had to work with and you know that have had to go through this traumatic just being a slave in general with these people. And then mm-hmm. you're wrapping their intestines around her. And most likely making them watch as you're doing all of it. Oh yeah. My God. Um, there were dead bodies in the attic that had been mutilated so bad that you couldn't recognize them. And all of the mutilated bodies, um, parts of their organs were gone. So we'll, like organs, full organs were gone out of their bodies. Mm-hmm. And then I saved the worst for last. <laughs> Great. <laughs> there were bodies that had holes in their head. And next to them were wooden spoons that she was using to stir their brains. What? Yes. What? I don't remember it- hearing that part. Yeah. I don't either. Yes. Okay. I probably blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. What? Uh, These I poor people. Okay. Like, <laughs> oh my god. I mean, obviously they didn't know, so I, I don't know if you know they were alive 
when this was happening or if she was just making people watch after, you know, but I would assume they probably were for yeah. a little bit. It, it yeah. sounds like she was just like experimenting. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It was, it's crazy. So after the news got out, the townspeople were so mad that a mob of 4,000 people ransacked the house. They broke all the windows, tore down all the doors and the walls, and the only thing that was left was the outside walls of the house. Wow. Um, so before whoever it was that ended up getting into the attic um, had entered the attic, she had ran away. They think that she went to Paris. Her daughters said that they had received letters from her from Paris, but no one's ever seen those letters. Like they were never able to prove mm-hmm. that. Um, In the late 1930s, an old cracked copper plate was found in New Orleans, St. Louis Cemetery that was, that had her name, LaLaurie, Madame Delphine McCarty on it. So they Mm -hmm. think that she did come back because she loved, that was like her city. She loved that place. So everyone thought that Mm -hmm. she would have come back. Um, The inscription on that plaque in French said that Madame LaLaurie died in Paris on December 7th, 1942. There's no records of her death in Paris. They have no records of that. And no one's ever been able to find her body. Hmm. So we don't know where she went. The mob took it. Yeah, and they probably. It up. They were probably mm-hmm. like, here, slaves, do whatever you want. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Just burn right. our brains. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord. God. Okay, so now we can take a break from that. We're going to go to the haunted stuff. Okay. <laughs> this one's a little <laughs> bit more fun. <laughs> okay, so the house had stayed a mess for years after they had ransacked it. Um, and then everybody said that you could hear screams and shrieks of the slaves that used to live in that house and you could hear them in the house and then coming from the street outside of the house damn and then in 1850 the mansion was refurbished and no one that had ever bought the house would stay the longest anyone stayed was for only a couple years wow and then in 1870 it was redesigned into a dozen apartments It was mostly immigrants that moved there, like dock workers. The children would hear moans, groans, screams. They could hear burning flesh, Mm. dragging of chains, and scratching under the floorboards. But the adults never could hear anything. It was only the children. So everybody was like, well. Um, But then one night, one of the adults, Men had came home and he was trying to get upstairs and he was blocked by a large black man bound in chains. And he was obviously scared. Um, Mm -hmm. He had yelled at the guy to move. He wouldn't move. He finally um, went to go punch the man to get him out of his way. And his hand went right through him. And then the man dissolved into a mist. What the fuck? Yeah. Do these people like know about this story before they move in or? I wouldn't think so. I mean, maybe at that point because it was the 1870s. And I mean, that had only happened what 
1830s. I mean, maybe if they were immigrants, though, they probably didn't right. really yeah. know yeah. what yeah. happened. Um, and then by the morning, the place was completely empty. All the residents had left that night. Damn. Which makes Don't me think that them. something else had to have happened. Yes. Yeah. Because just that one thing, I would have been like, all right, dude, whatever. Like, please stop scaring mm-hmm. my kid. But like something had to have happened, I feel like. <laughs> um, many people will say that they'll wake up in the middle of the night and see a red-haired woman glaring down at them. And people walking by the street will see her staring out the window. And a lot of people think that that is Madame LaLaurie. Mm-hmm. She's probably what if it's one of her daughters? Oh, yeah, it could be. Yeah. Trying to like get people out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. She's crazy. Yeah. She's crazy. Right. You need to leave. Let's go. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I feel like that's what I would do if I was a ghost. It's like, <laughs> like just warn people about shit. Yeah. I'd be I'd be I'd be Casper the friendly ghost. There's so much I would love to do. Yeah. I'm like, do I want to scare people? I don't know. I mean, I feel like it'd be like the really goofy scares. Like funny scares, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever get my sheets taken off of me, I'll know it's you. And then you hear Timmy, stop. Okay, so everybody that ever bought the um, bought the house, bad luck would come to them. So one man had bought the house, and he had turned it into a haunted pub, and it was forced to shut down a few years later. Um, an elder man moved into the suite upstairs, and the morning after he moved in, he died. And had $10,000 worth of gold stolen. Oh, it was wow. just missing. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he was he's known to still be haunting the halls trying to find his fortune. Oh, my God. Nicholas Cage mm-hmm. bought it. Mm-hmm. And what? I, just a few days later, he had like a horrible, like he owed... Um, the government a crap ton of it was like 16 million dollars yeah, or something i remember hearing that so Damn. he got it um repossessed or whatever taken mm-hmm. what's the word yeah. what do you is that right yeah so that sucks i'm like i'm not <laughs> buying that place foreclosed so foreclosed oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um many people will see slaves in chains walking around the grounds of the house so either inside and or just around the house um doors will slam and furniture will move many people that have gone just to stand outside have reported that they were taken over by a negative energy mm. a lot of people like refuse to go near the place mm-hmm. in general um one man had been brutally murdered in his room the police believe that he had been murdered during a robbery because his house had been torn apart. Mm-hmm. Um, but his friend seems to think that it was something else because he kept calling saying that he was hearing stuff and he was afraid of something and he didn't want to be there anymore. And then um, the night before that happened, guy called his friend and told him that there was a demon in the house and the demon wouldn't rest until he met his demise. Mm, dang. What the fu- 
so he spoke it like into existence. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. The house for a short time was an all girl school. It was an African American girl school. Oh. Um, the girls would run to their teachers crying with scratches on their arms. And when the teachers would ask them who did it, they would say that woman. And everybody mm-hmm. always knew who that woman was. Right. Um, and then outside of the house on a ghost tour, the guide had had her bag pulled off her shoulder and she thought it was a pickpocket. So she turned around to yell at them and there was nobody there. So she, she didn't think anything of it. And then she, it happened again and she turned around again to yell at them and no one was there. And so she turned around to tell the tour what was happening. Like, did you guys see what happened? And mm-hmm. they all just were like, no, nothing was, nothing's, nobody's been by you. What the fuck? Mm-mm. And then on another tour, when they said the name Leah, which is the little girl who jumped off the roof, all the street lights went on. And then when they kept on with the story and they said they said her name again, all the street lights went out. Oh my again. god! Now so I know why Taylor she... doesn't like to listen to these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so they think that right. she's still um, still around. Yeah. Um, and it is known as one of the most haunted places in America. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I, oh. Isn't New Orleans, like, just in general? New Orleans is a haunted place in general, but that one's, like, like people do refuse to go to that place. Yeah. I was listening mm-hmm. to a podcast the other day, and they were saying they went to go visit, and the tour guide refused to even go on the same street. Like, the Lori house was part of the ghost tour they went on, mm-hmm. and he said, no, I'm not, I'm not going over there. And there was, he was telling a story about how, one of the dads was like, oh, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And him and his son went across the street and he immediately had a heart attack. Holy shit. Yeah. And I did a ghost tour in New Orleans when we went there and they didn't go there. They wouldn't go there. That was not included. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shit's crazy. Our hotel was on the list. What was that, that we hotel? were staying at? Hotel Provincial. It was uh, like the first place on the haunted tour because we stayed, you know, we wanted to be like all touristy and shit. And we stayed on the French Quarter, like in the French Quarter. Yeah. It was like one of those very old hotels. And it was That's on, awesome. we, did, we had no clue until they were like, uh, <laughs> we're staying it, there. <laughs> it actually happened in your room on your bed. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> But the thing too is like the 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 elevators were so tiny, like probably like the size of my pantry, like tiny, very. Oh, small. that's terrifying because mm-hmm. it's such an old place. That's probably like yeah. the original. <laughs> yeah, elevator. Exactly. Yeah, yes, but I thoroughly remember. Yeah, they would not go. Uh, we did not go into that because I remember thinking because I knew about it, and, but they wouldn't do it. Mm-mm. Yeah, shit's crazy. Okay. okay i'll trust you yeah. well now i want to go i want to go so bad i don't want to go like n- on the property but i want to go walk by and be like oh, that's a place yeah. yeah so but they um they did remodel it a lot obviously because it was completely ransacked hmm. um but if you look at pictures of it i'll try to find some that we can post on instagram 
Um, they kept mostly the same design. It just looks updated. And it, they added a third floor. It was just two, but now it's got a third floor. Imagine your house being able to be turned into 12 different apartments. And you know what? She did that by herself. So she, her and her husband that I was reading, um, she had tried to divorce him. And I guess (laughs) at some point they finally did get divorced, but he was there whenever the fire started. So like Mm -hmm. he, I I don't really know the whole thing. Maybe he was helping with the slaves. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she did all that by herself, which is crazy to me because she was a female in the 1800s and she mm-hmm. bought that land by herself. And um, I I think I read that, that something was started being built for somebody and then I, I don't know what happened, but she did buy it and finished building that house. Jeez. Yeah. That's wow. crazy. But yeah, um, if you've watched... American Horror Story. I think it's the third season. It's The Coven. Mm-hmm. She's in that. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates yep. did her good. Mm-hmm. She did not F around. Whew. I didn't know that was a real person. I know that they put real people in there a lot, which I'm going to look into mm-hmm. because I really love that show and I really love a lot of the people that are in there. So I have to look into mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Do a whole saga of American Horror Story yeah. people. Yes. I need to rewatch Hell House. Oh, that's the best one. The first one. It really is. is. Mm-hmm. I do really like Coven though too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but she's in there and it's insane. It's so scary. <clears throat> in um, American Horror Story, she was using the blood for like, like to keep young kind of thing. Like that was more Elizabeth Bathory, no? Or did she, do you know if she was actually doing that stuff too? She, I didn't read anything of that oh, okay so they were just trying to like oh, make think. her more creepy but mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. you didn't need to a, um, she was like a queen or something Elizabeth right. Bathory I think I she was some kind of royalty I can't remember yeah, her name some, yeah we'll have to do her story too that's we'll a crazy one yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I found uh, drawings of the bath that she used to use Ugh. It's wild. Yeah. If if you guys don't know who Elizabeth Bathory is, she's the woman who used to bathe in the blood of virgins to stay young. Well, maybe I'm thinking of yeah. somebody else then, because I don't remember that it's specific. The one I'm thinking about wasn't specifically virgin. She was the girl that um, inspired Dracula. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I have the name mixed up, but yeah. No, Bathory. That's that's. I think that you're it? right. Maybe there's a couple versions of the story, yeah. but I have heard yeah. that it was, I mean, young girls. It was young girls, mm-hmm. yeah, but I don't remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy story, yeah. I tried mm-hmm. to get on Reddit because I wanted to try to find some, um, like, people's stories about the place that I couldn't find any. Yeah. I was a little upset. I think people are too afraid to go there because, like, I would be. I'd be like, I'm going to stand yeah. all the way back here. Yeah. Don't ask me to go mm-hmm. over there. No, I'm not ma'am. Doing it. We'll get and some I binoculars love, and stand like three streets down. <laughs> I love all the ooky spooky stuff, except for haunted houses. I hate haunted houses, but I love all the like ooky spooky stuff. But that house, I just don't think I could, Mm-mm. I couldn't do Mm-mm. it. 
Mm-hmm. But we'll have to take a trip. We'll have to go. Yeah. Let's yeah. Go. I haven't been since then. Deegan was like a baby. Yeah, because I think I watched him when you. Yeah. Left. He yeah, was. That'd be really gosh. fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. We're gonna have a haunted hotel. We're gonna go on haunted tours. We're gonna mm-hmm. eat at haunted places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the food is delicious. Oh, oh I bet. Know. So good. I get so hungry every time I watch Princess and the Frog. Oh my god! Oh, yes. <laughs> my god. <laughs> yeah. So good. I thought that was gonna be a little bit longer than what it was, but I kind of had to rush through it because I was getting uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, read really fast, read really fast, yeah. read really fast. <laughs> that was a really good one. No, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. She's fucking crazy, She's man. Fucking crazy. And I just don't. I don't get it. Like. Mm-hmm. Not that I get any sort of like murdering, but like mm-hmm. especially the torturing. Yeah, like, I, like, could, how can I, we, I don't know how people do that. It's insane. I just don't. Yeah, get it. and uh, she's like high society woman, and then she's like, "Oh, I could, I could do this," and like no one's going to say anything, and then it just progresses from there yeah, and just like, keeps going, seeing and because there's no one with. to stop. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Wow. Did I read something about the, like, in American Horror Story, the Minotaur, Minotaur, whatever it's called, where she, like, takes the bullhead? Is that, that's, like, part of a true story, you know? I didn't read that either. And I I had, I went to Wikipedia. Thank goodness for Wikipedia, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was... <laughs> um, I went to, is it the ghost adventure, Zach Baggins? Yeah. yeah. I went to yep. his, his page. Um, there was a website called the NOLA ghosts. And it was like mm-hmm. all about the different places in um, New Orleans that are haunted. Mm-hmm. And I think that was it. So I read a bunch of different ones, just kind of like trying to piece it all together. Seeing like if I missed something from this one or that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't read anything about that. And I was wondering that too, because she had like summoned or like made this mm-hmm. guy and, but yes. no, I didn't find anything about animal, anything. Interesting. Well, I always wondered how much of that show was like actually true. You're making noise. We have to cut that shit out. <laughs> Get out of here, babe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Does he have clothes on? He has yes. shorts on. <laughs> like all those little noises you're trying not to make. We can hear all that. It's like that. It's like that TikTok. Where it's like when you use the microwave at four o'clock in the morning. Oh. Shut the fuck up! Why are you so loud? <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. I love that one. That's me and Richard for sure. Oh yeah. Because I don't like to snack. Because I don't want the kids snacking. Yeah, because, you know, I just I'm large and in charge and I don't want my kids to end up being large and in charge. So (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, no, we don't need a snack every five seconds. Like you can have a snack and then we're good. Like you're just bored. Go find something to do. Right. And then after they go to bed. And my husband's being loud. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) So after we after they go to bed, I'm like, I want a bowl of cereal. (laughs) Right. I want an yeah. apple and peanut butter. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I want a soda. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you problem. have it while they're awake, they're going to want it too. I know. And then I have to share. And I don't want to share. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yes. I'm I a baby in the family. I don't share. Uh-uh. I'm no. that all the time. That. I'm like, you cannot pull that shit out right now. You got to wait until Deegan goes to bed. It's mainly oh him. God. Like, you got to yeah. wait until he goes to sleep and then you can eat that shit because yes. if not. <laughs> and Garrett and Madeline are like, like, Garrett, Stinky likes to eat his meals. Yeah. He looks forward to meals. Mm-hmm. The two little ones, like, snacking is life. Right. Mm-hmm. They want. To just eat a snack. Like Madeline will eat like two bites of her dinner and then we'll go sit down. And then like five minutes later, can I snack? Can I snack? No, bitch, you can go eat your fucking dinner. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got I just imagine you talking to her like that. Like (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that girl, I swear. Me and her are best friends. But we both argue with each other. And I tell Richard all the time because Madeline knows, like, I, I don't know, but she'll say stuff sometimes where, like, Richard will say something, you know, like, I love you. And she'll go, I love you. And she'll be like, Mommy, you're not my friend. Daddy, my friend. <laughs> and I'm like, whatever. And then, of course, if she needs anything or, like, wants anything or wants to play or literally anything, like, I'm the person she comes to. And so yeah. then I'll look at Richard and I'm like, I'm her best friend. She's just not going to admit it to you. <laughs> well you guys are the same person yeah girl she is so sassy i was so one i was very nervous to have a girl period Mm -hmm. and then yeah her being the youngest i was like Mm -hmm. she and i told richard because richard wanted a girl so bad before we found out what we were having Mm -hmm. and i'm like she's literally gonna be me do you want to raise me do you want to you already have to be married to me. Do you also want to raise? <laughs> yep. She sure is. And that's why we fight so much. But she's also mm-hmm. a best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh. She's Damn. a sassy little bitch, too. So <laughs> sassy. God. And I don't know where she got that from because I don't have any sass in my body. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Your middle kid's pretty sassy. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's, he's got major middle kid syndrome. Oh, my and gosh. I tell from experience. <laughs> and you know what? I feel like I've tried really hard to like, and I know it's more to it than just like, you know, not getting the biggest bedroom and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I always feel like I've always like, purposely like tried to give him a little bit more than the other two or like Mm. tried to give him more attention or not more Mm. attention, but you know what I mean? And I just, it's not working. He's just, he's got that middle kid syndrome for sure. Well, I mean, you saw how I was and I feel like I got the same treatment from mom and dad. Yeah. And I still turned out the way I did. (laughs) I think it's just a thing. Yeah. I've read a lot of, things about it and one in particular got me and it was just saying that it's really hard to be a middle kid because the oldest the hard part is you're no longer the only child Mm -hmm. the middle child or the youngest the hard part is pretty much being babied Mm -hmm. and then the middle child he's it's like you're getting it from both ways like you're never going to be the oldest you're never going to be the the glory child. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and you're never going to be as cute and little as the youngest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's, I'm like, God, it sucks. Yeah, the most fucked up part is that mom always told me that I was the only planned one out of all three of them. <laughs> yeah, apparently you were. Apparently yeah. you were. Garrett was our only planned one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Great. Y'all. So what you're telling me is Garrett's going to turn out like you. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. And um, Him and Deegan, I can. Yeah, I can we planned see it. we planned Deegan, but we also planned mm-hmm. Sydney. So yeah. um, we got. Garrett for Christmas a little it's a wooden tattoo machine and mm. you put like a pen or a pencil or whatever in there and yeah. so that way you can like pretend to tattoo that's, oh, that's awesome so excited. well because he would get he gets his little um like rubber dragons that have the really pointy tail mm-hmm. and he makes us all sit there while he draws tattoos on us with the dragon that's so cute and um so we got him a little tattoo machine. I was like, great. I'm like, we're going to have to sit there and he's going to draw all over us. Yeah. Also, thank you for calling it a machine and not a gun. That drives me bonkers. The calling it a tattoo gun. I didn't know. Yeah, that that's was not what it thing. is. It's a tattoo machine. Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. that just sounds weird. Like a tattoo. It does. Gun. It does sound weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to send That's me awesome. that link, Storm. I need to get one for Deegan. I will. I think we got it off oh, Etsy. I have uh, that picture that one time that I came over here and Deegan was drawing and he looks at me and points at me and he goes, I'm going to draw you. <laughs> and then he oh, drew yeah. me and it looked exactly <laughs> like me. Yeah. I have it hanging up in my station at work. Yeah, he's good. That was a that really from. good picture. He did do really good. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He put my piercings in and my beard and everything. Mm-hmm. He notices all the little details. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't, and he, Garrett's not a big, like, colorer or drawer. No. Um, but whenever Deegan comes over, they will sit there at the kitchen table mm-hmm. and just draw. Yeah. The whole time. Mm-hmm. And they always have to ask me, what do you want me to draw? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I have no creative bone in my body. Find yeah. something to draw. I know. He's I'm always like, I draw. a cat, a dog, a cow. <laughs> Every time anyone finds out that I'm a tattoo artist, they say, I can't even draw a stick figure. I'm like, well, good thing I can, because this could be on your body for the rest of your life. <laughs> you should be like, if you can't draw a stick figure, then you're stupid. <laughs> Do you feel dumb now? (laughs) Do you still want me to tattoo you? Thanks. (laughs) All right, Storm. Where can they find us? Um, Instagram. We would love for you guys to interact with us because we love reading comments and uh, seeing where everybody's coming from. Apparently we got a couple new states that were listening to us recently. Boop, boop. Yeah. Where were they, Storm? Virginia and Washington. So what's up, Virginia? What's up, Washington? Shout out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So where can they find us on social media, Storm? Um, Instagram and Twitter are at SWIB podcast and Facebook at, or not at, but three siblings walk into a bar. 
And please, please, please comment, interact, share with your friends. Um, please leave five star reviews. Those are super helpful for us, especially mm-hmm. on Apple. It's a big deal on there. They only like to share our show if it has a bunch of five star reviews. So please, please, please. Yeah. And if there's a specific story or something that you guys want to hear, definitely let us know. Oh, yes. We're always looking for ideas because we'll go through mm-hmm. all of Murderpedia before we finally pick something. Yeah. So just let us know what you want to hear. Listener mm-hmm. stories will shout you out. Yes. Oh, and if you guys would be interested in this, I did have a friend ask me about it. We would love to do listener story episodes. If you guys have any true crime stories or paranormal things that have happened to you that you guys want to share with us, you can email mm-hmm. us. Um, it's three siblings walk into a bar at Gmail, or is it three siblings yes. walk into a bar podcast? I don't remember. Three siblings. I think it's just three siblings walk into a bar. We'll put it in our Instagram thing, but you can email us there or you can message us whatever let us know your stories and then of course when we get enough we'll um we can start doing listener episodes we'd love to do those to a bar gmail.com perfect okay yeah we also have some paranormal stories that we could tell shit that happened to us so yeah that'd be cool Mm -hmm. oh yeah all right well that's what happens when three siblings walk into a bar